Briefly, we want to let you know that you'll find the most current legislative updates at the end of this program and after the presentations. Hello, I'm Mike Walsh, your host of Vance's SoCal Military News and Views, an essential podcast for those who want to know more about the lives and needs of active duty and military veterans in Southern California. This is episode one, the men and women who serve our nation deserve our support. Today, tomorrow, always. With Vance's executive director, Lori Booty, and John Sanders from the Sanders Tech Ed Foundation, who we are grateful for sponsoring this podcast. So I am responsible for a group of 700 volunteers for a nonprofit organization in San Diego County. And it is day one of an event that we are doing. And every single volunteer that comes up, they want to know, what do I need to do? Where do I need to be? They're asking me a thousand questions. Then one person walked up and said, what do you need help with? And the next thing I knew, she was directing traffic, telling people where they were going to go. They were going, what they were going to do. She just basically stepped in and took a big chunk of responsibility off my shoulders. And as long as I have known her, that is what her style is. Today, we're going to be talking with the executive director at the Veterans Association of North County, or as we affectionately call it, Vance. Lori Booty. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for asking. Thanks for having me. Well, I am absolutely excited to have this conversation because there's so many things that we can talk about today. And John, would you introduce yourself as well, please? Okay, I'm John Sanders, and I'm a retired guy. I'm getting old now, but uh, I still play golf. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, uh, I have fallen in love with Vance. Even before that, I fell in love with Lori, <laughs> uh, and uh, it hasn't bothered my wife of 54 years now. <laughs> but um, uh, I was a CIA guy back in the 60s, mm-hmm. right out of graduate school. Spent five years, loved every minute of it, but not for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, we were, we were fighting the Vietnam War then, before the agency turned it over to the military, mm-hmm. who bombed the hell out of the whole area. So it changed the nature. But in any case, so that really began my love with the military and with patriotism. And because of Vance and Laurie, I have become a major, or not a major, I've become a strong supporter of Vance. And when they need something, I'll be there. So uh, my little foundation, the Sanders Tech Ed Foundation, has put the money in to support this podcast. And I'm sure we'll continue to do it. And I appreciate that, sir. So why don't you and I give everybody an opportunity to see why we enjoy Lori so much. And I'm having so much fun with this because I'm sure Lori loves us talking about her and making her the topic. (laughs) So Lori, just to give you a little bit of a break, why don't you give our listeners a chance to hear about Vance? We'll take a break from you for a minute. Well, Vance is really an amazing opportunity for any active duty military or family member even, um, veteran, the whole bit. The founder and the president here, Chuck Atkinson, by the way, he's a three-branch veteran. He had this vision to start this 
well, what this building, what this whole organization is, is to create a mechanism, a cohesive mechanism um, to provide services for the active duty military and, and all of his uh, fellow veterans. The thing that was really interesting was that he went out to the city of Oceanside and said, hey, we're in the backyard of Camp Pendleton here and we have no one supporting the military. We mm-hmm. need a building to do so and their veterans to help them. Long story short, he got a deal with 60-year, well, actually, now they've increased it, but at least with the city of Oceanside to find a solution. So he did this. He started the Veterans Association of North County with $300 in his pocket, started out, and they said, great, we're going to give you the old city of, uh, what is this, the police department, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to give you that building, and you need to build it out. You need to do it all. We're not going to do anything, but... It's yours. If you can do this within two years, you can do it. Well, obviously, um, he well, he signed the lease. He did it. He went for it. And I just can't even imagine doing that. But he did. And with the, obviously, active help of many from the community and helpers, he raised $1.4 million and made this beautiful facility that's here. So... This is what Van, how Vance started, but what it is, it's the Umbrella Organization, and we're the Umbrella Organization for about 25 veteran organizations and friends of Vance. Uh, American Legion Post 760, Women Marines, Buffalo Shoulders, Team Rubicon, so Marine Corps League and such. Mm-hmm. What we truly have become, um, other than this being a 501c3, is a one-stop resource center, and it's a training facility, and it's an event space. We do it all here, and it's really a... It's really a wonderful thing because we work with such diverse agencies here. We assist with jobs, education, finance, health, uh, wellness, and so on. So it's, it's really something. But I think my, one of my very favorite things we do is our trainings because, Vance, um, our trainings are free. And you're not going to find that out in the civilian world too much. Um, well, just to name it for you, we have my very favorite program, the uh, Vets Beyond Uniform. It's a transformation program that offers coaching, mentoring, training for active duty military veterans. And uh, there's over 200 classroom courses they can take, as well as over 130 online courses, um, which they're self-paced courses, so they can do that on their own. We have a prep cook culinary class, um, and we conduct it in our commercial kitchen right here. So it's really fun to be able to get that up and going, and it'll be with our executive chef and local restaurant owners. So it's always a great thing for someone to be able to uh, transition from the military and go into the culinary world, and they can do it right here. So while you're talking about that, let me interrupt you. You have coming up an event with the Master Chef Dino. Yes, we're really excited about that. That's your second time. Yeah, yeah. we're really, really excited about that. Um, Dino Luciano, it's the the gentleman who won the trophy on Master Chef, the television show. He's a military family. Uh, He calls himself the military brat. And um, he supports the military so much. So what he does, he takes an entire day, he comes into our building, and he trains 12 active duty uh, field cooks right here in our commercial kitchen, spends a day with them training them. You have a marvelous kitchen. Yes, it is an amazing (laughs) kitchen. Our commercial kitchen is just state-of-the-art. It's incredible. Um, While he's training them, they're learning so much, but the best thing is when they transition out of the military, they get to put it on their resume, trained by master chef. That's huge in the culinary world, and it's also good for two pay scales up when they enter into. So we're real excited about that. But um, our popular courses, like the cybersecurity course, that's really, really popular just with the way things are happening right now. 
and we had a we have a, a certification prep course that prepares students for well the careers in the uh, computer security. So if there is people out there that want to learn about courses or how to sign up, so how do they do it? They simply go to our website. They go to um, Vance V A N C dot M E and uh, go to education, and they'll see all the different venues that they can go ahead and go through training. Perfect. Now, I, again, a little a little story just to make uh, Lori a little bit more uncomfortable. When I was involved with Vance, which happened with uh, John Stryker Meyer uh, in, introducing me to Chuck, and I think what Chuck wanted me to do is to take on the responsibility of executive director, but I still work for a living, and I didn't think I could take on that full-time responsibility. But I kept thinking about that lady who just showed up and kind of took over when we were doing that event with the, uh, the organization that shall not be named. When I presented the idea to Lori, she was pretty excited about it. She wanted to know more about what the, what the organization did. But when I put her and Chuck together, it just seemed like it really worked. So I think we should understand that at the time, Chuck and his wife were showing up on weekends cleaning bathrooms. And when Lori came in, a number of programs came, but probably the biggest change was making sure that she was taking so, so much of the pressure off of Chuck. Tell us about your early days, your first few days in, and some of the things you had to change around when you got here. Well, the organization was a really strong organization when I came in, but I had no idea it was strong because of Chuck and only because of Chuck at this particular time for the building. The trustees had always been wonderful um, people and you know great individuals, but Chuck was the one doing the actual physical duties. Like you're saying, he was here seven days a week. We're an event space here, um, and they didn't do a ton of events, but they did some events because that's what, so to speak, keeps the lights on. So um, he would be here in the morning opening up for the business day, and then he would stay in the evening for the different organizations because, like I said, all those different organizations were their post, were their home. So they have monthly meetings here as well as their executive board meetings. So he'd be here for all that. And then we'd have the occasional party, uh, promotion, birthday party, general public coming in and using the room. He'd be here for that. And then he would be cleaning the bathrooms before that and cleaning the bathrooms after. So when I came in, I was just I, w- I couldn't believe what I was hearing from him saying he was doing all this. And I thought, okay, well, we can take care of that. So to my very first duties I did was we had a wonderful board. So I spoke to all the board and I said, I'd like to invite you all on Saturday to each of you take charge of the building for the day. I kind of got some blank looks at the moment <laughs> when I said it. And I got a lot of what do you means? <laughs> and I said, Chuck doesn't need to be here seven days a week and nor do I. We have a wonderful board, and here you are. You get to take on some of the responsibility. And that was one of the very first things I did to get Chuck out of here on the weekend so he could have some R&R time. His wife and I bonded immediately on that one, by the way. I don't doubt it. <laughs> and then from there, um, janitorial service. Uh, that was our next step in doing that because it went from Chuck cleaning the bathrooms to myself cleaning the bathrooms. So we <laughs> moved that one on as the next step. And then from there, we just entered into um, more volunteers, getting more hiring an event. Um, I, at one time, we did hire an event person, mm-hmm. um, which we no longer do I, at this moment. But we have an event person, got our events going. We just expanded our programs and 
became what we are. And how did you meet John? One of my very favorite people in the world. <laughs> but not just, uh, John and I clicked the minute we met. It had nothing, I didn't even know who John was, in all honesty, or where, what his background or anything about him. Not we many people do. <laughs> <laughs> we just sat and spoke at um, who is our technical company, All Maven. We were at an All Maven event, and uh, Alex is just a wonderful person and introduced the two of us. And we sat down and just started chit-chatting and got on so well. And I had just been um, moving my transition over to Vance at that time, so I was telling him about it. And he was asking a lot of questions. And I invited him to come in and look at Vance, and he saw the possibilities and asked me just plain blank, what's your vision for this place? What do you see? And what do you need? And what do you need? <laughs> and obviously, um, when I told him my vision, Funding was obviously a major part of that. And he came through for us. How cool. Really cool. And I love his wife, Carol. So we have had the opportunity to start making some changes. And I know we all hate this topic, but you got to bring it up. COVID happens. And you've got a organization that brings in money from running out rooms that people can't use during this time period. So tell me what you did to try and redirect and make sure that we can continue to be on mission without being able to do what we normally do. Well, obviously here at Vance, we work really closely to support the men and women of Camp Pendleton. Mm -hmm. And as uh, you know, it's the home of almost 50,000 uh, troops and with the family members over 54,000 um, on Camp Pendleton. Within a 50-mile radius, there's over 77,000 retirees. Wow. Okay, so all of this is happening with the fact that we have over 20,000 people a year that walk through these doors. Mm -hmm. We're doing great. Things are building and doing wonderful. And as you said, COVID hits. The very first thing that um, happens to us March 16th and shutdown is we're starting to hear from the active duty military their spouses are being furloughed. And we're hearing it, and we're hearing it, and we're hearing it. Well, very long story short... Within a very fast month, over 90% of active duty spouses were furloughed. And that is such a hard hit. I mean, you have these junior, um, you know, junior ranked people living in San Diego County with a family. The two ends just are not meeting. So we just, I decided I wanted to start a Veterans Emergency Financial Aid um, Fund, a VIFA fund, of which John Sanders is the one that started supporting that fund. And we started saying, okay, we're just going to get some income there together to go with that. And what else do we need to do? Well, then we're hearing about food insecurities. And I was just couldn't believe our active duty military were calling me saying they needed help with food. Wow. So along with the American Legion Post 760, um, Vance and I, we got together and we started a food and diaper distribution. And uh, uh, it was just an amazing thing. Uh, we were shut down March 16th. We started our first distribution in April, and from April 2020 to this last August 2021, we've served 31,028. Wow. And of that 31,028, 91% have been active duty. The rest have been veterans. Outstanding. But it's just been an amazing response. Uh, one of my very favorite statistics to give people an idea of the demographics, um, we've dispensed 264,000 
264,032 diapers. <laughs> 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 so I'd like to always just share that because that's just an amazing uh, statistics. But one of my uh, proud moments is that we actually home deliver to seven uh, veterans who are homebound, housebound, um, every single month. And that's just a really important thing. As a, as a base here, I said at one time we had an event person. Well, for the last two years, um, I've been the only paid employee here. And that's a really important part I'm making because when I say we serve 31,000, obviously we couldn't do any of this without our amazing volunteer base that we have. And the volunteers for just the food distribution alone have given us 4,952 hours. Wow. I mean, that's an amazing number. The community comes out so strong here in Oceanside and the surrounding cities for the active duty military and veterans. And it started with the association members like Buffalo Soldiers and Rubicon was there and American Legion from the very beginning. Women Marines. Yeah. These are the organizations that have been here from the very, very beginning. And it's just been incredible. And then the community has come there out. You go. We've had the. Um, Oceanside Longboarders, mm-hmm. um, they've come out month after month. But then we got month three is when, uh, no, actually month two is when it started with the active duty coming out and supporting their fellows. And that was amazing, especially from the uh, hospital. We've got a lot of the medical uh, that have come out and just been here to support. Our no-touch, no-contact distribution was just an amazing feat because when it first started, I'm, I'm kind of a logistic freak, which is just kind of my thing, but... Um, my I appreciate your logistics. <laughs> um, what we do, and in the height of um, COVID, you have to realize too, we were serving over 700 families, thousands and thousands of people. So um, we, have, we have a gate, a parking lot, so how we have it lined up is they come in one gate and exit the other gate, and I'm able to put 72 cars through every 20 minutes. That is amazing. Yeah, so that's how it's a smooth transition and how we do the loading in with all the help of the volunteers. Being being on the volunteer side, what was amazing was to see that in our first year, there were times when we had 70 volunteers showing up. And could we possibly make them all have a useful role? Well, we tried our best, but in the end, what you saw were people that were just really wanting to help. And that was what made it so cool. This is at its core, this is what Vance is trying to accomplish, right? Trying to support the active duty and military community and then have the community come in and support. What a fantastic thing. So congratulations on accomplishing something very, very special. Now, one of those, one of those events included turkeys. <laughs> Tell me about that. Well, as the holidays started getting closer and I was seeing that the COVID was just not going away and they kept telling us it's going to get worse when the winter months hit and all. I started thinking, well, the holidays, turkeys, they're going to need to have a turkey and the turkey itself is not a big deal, the fixings and all. It just gets really expensive to have that. So I decided to do a turkey drive. Uh, The turkey drive was a really good success. It was exciting. But the bottom line is we gave 672 turkeys out. And that was just an amazing, amazing thing. And the letters and the cards and the, you know, thank yous that we received from that. It just, it, it's amazing. You had people telling me through letters that they wouldn't have been able to have a Thanksgiving turkey dinner, that they had to make a decision, you know, keep the lights on, or have a turkey dinner. Mm-hmm. And people just don't realize that, well, how does that happen with active duty military? Well, it happens when you live in San Diego and you're on your spouse's furloughed. I mean, that's how it happens. 
um, you know, pure and simple. They get a bit of a bonus for living off base, so they tend to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And then when they live off base, they don't have the luxury of being able to have the base housing, of course. Right. So it's kind of went hand in hand on them. Um, and it just hit so fast and unexpected that that's what happened. But the turkeys were exciting and fun, and it was just a great day. We actually had a sponsor that um, gave us the truck to uh, freezer truck to keep the 672 turkeys <laughs> in, <laughs> which was a big feat on itself because you don't think of things like that. So I had to get a huge big rig freezer truck in here and uh, put that part of the distribution. And nice military men who were very strong, they were able to lift those turkeys because you may have think, well, it's just a turkey, but you can give 670 frozen blocks of ice turkeys yeah. out, and it was a heavy duty, but it was a really fun event, and it was a good event. Um, I'm going to say that was actually my second most fun event. Okay. Because when I started getting, I sent out requests, what do you need, what are you looking for to know? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> they just kept saying peanut butter. I'm like, peanut butter? Well, Okay. So our partner is the San Diego uh, Food Bank. I call the San Diego Food Bank um, as a newbie, not ever doing this kind of food distribution before. And they're wonderful to work with. And I just got, when I asked for peanut butter, the gal put me on speaker and said, hey, Lori, what did you say you need? I said, <laughs> I need peanut butter. And I heard all this little chuck- chuckling behind the grass. And I went, what? What are you guys saying? They said, peanut butter is the gold standard of food distribution. You want peanut butter, you're asking for gold. Yeah. And I said, really? I had no idea. So Lori, being Lori, turns on her Vance request line and put out to the community, hey, we need peanut butter. And we had a peanut butter drive. And for the peanut butter drive, um, we actually raised 816 jars of peanut butter and were able to give large families two jars of peanut butter. And it just was a, it was a great drive. The community came out so strong for peanut butter. I provided five of them. <laughs> yeah, I think I did the Costco two-pack. <laughs> I just remember seeing Lori's office packed full of 800 jars of peanut butter. I had it in um, the lobby. I had it in the guest in the uh, Every size rooms. available. <laughs> okay, so have we had a chance to cover some of the different things that are happening at Vance, the building. I mean, we're, we do a lot of things to, by running out rooms and things to bring in money so we can kind of support what we're doing. But we've got a big project out front that we want folks to know about. Can you share that? Right. Well, we don't only support the military, we actually honor them. Mm -hmm. And we're building an honor wall in a community event space right in the front of the building out here. Um, It has a huge stage, lots of grass area. And like I said, it's going to be right in front of the building a perfect venue for whether it's weddings, dance recitals, military ceremonies, art exhibits, anything the uh, community would like to have a, a beautiful outdoor venue for. The stage is absolutely huge. When you stand on the stage, you just you don't realize until you stand on it the size of that stage. The individual brass plates that people can um, proudly shine with their military service will be on there. They can purchase a uh, three by three plate for um, $150, a three by four for $200. They're just beautiful brass plates. Well, we've fundraised for three years for this um, honor space out here. It's an over over $300,000 project. I mean, it's a major project Mm -hmm. going on here. 
we broke ground in April of 2019, and it was such an exciting time. Um, then March 16th hit, and they shut us down. <laughs> um, it was just an amazing thing when it shut down. I was just so, oh, no, we were just on a roll. Fundraising was going well. It was just happening. But, you know, I truly believe it was God's gift, a little angel on our shoulder, that we were shut down at that time because when COVID, as I said, VIFA, the Veterans Emergency Financial Aid, really went into high gear at that point. Mm-hmm. We gave out literally tens of thousands of dollars in two or $300 increments um, for things like uh, cell phone bills, uh, utilities, uh, car repairs, uh, yeah, that, that type of thing. Just helping active duty Marines make their bills. Just helping. That's mm-hmm. all we were doing. And that's what we're here for, obviously. But I do have to be honest, my heart did drop a little bit. Three years of fundraising, um, you know, down. In reality, again, we were so blessed. We had the money to give because we wouldn't have had that money otherwise. So mm-hmm. that's what it was. But unfortunately, other than the actual plaques that were purchased, of course, uh, we depleted our entire building fund. But it's just fundraising. We'll start again and get going back up. That's our girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in fact, I... Uh... My father, as you uh, probably remember, was a Marine in the 1st Marine Division, fought in Korea. And my plaque is set up and waiting to go. Absolutely. So I can't wait to see that wall take place. Absolutely. Well, with that, we you, you still have the plaques. Oh, yeah. We kept the oh, Of course. Yeah, yeah. The funds are the plaques. The plaques are done. And the, I mean, the bronze plaques are beautiful. So that was a different fund than the building fund. The plaque fund is when people purchase a plaque. Mm-hmm. Um, the purchasing of the plaque is what covers just the making and putting the plaque onto the mm-hmm. wall. There's no fundraising involved in the purchase of the plaque. Mm-hmm. So we had a building fund, which is what our fundraising came from. And because Vance receives no state or federal uh, government funding, uh, we really rely on our fundraising purposes of amazing donors like John and Carol Sanders um, or any grants that we may, the occasional grant receive. But Obviously, during COVID, grants were for COVID purposes only, mm-hmm. and so we didn't have any help that way through you know, COVID either. So what kind of uh, fundraising projects are you working on now? Well, as John mentioned, we're going to be doing the MasterChef. And then in October, we have a really fun uh, golf tournament, and a little different than the regular golf tournaments out in the community. We put ours on Camp Pendleton and invite the civilians in. It is rated one of the top courses um, in the country on military bases. And if you're not familiar with the military, uh, militaries have incredible golf courses. <laughs> I mean, they just are amazing. And the one in Camp Pendleton um, is Very nice. great. Yeah, right. it, it really is a great course. So some people have played it before, but those who haven't who play for the first time are just amazed. And again, the community comes out so wonderful and helps us with our swag bag. <clears throat> so we have one of the best swag bags you're ever going to get at a golf tournament. <laughs> so we have that happening as well. Tell me about VIP. That That's kind of a cool part of MasterChef. Well, as a VIP member, we have a tasting room. And we taste um, bourbons, tequilas. Um, Vodka. Vodkas. Oh, man, do we taste vodkas. There's like several. The vodka one's the big one. (laughs) And then um, we have a beer, our Legacy Brewery, which is our um, craft beer that is in our bar here. Mm -hmm. Um, They come out and give us a really, really nice tastings of their 
of there as well. <laughs> so let me say, okay, so the VIP room, it starts an hour before the actual event, and we get to come in and do all the sippings, but the very favorite thing that people like about it is the red carpet with Master Chef himself. Dino stands there and gives a photograph and does his celebrity chef thing with each person, and it's it's a great time. Um, takes a photograph, autographs a photograph, and then gives it to them right then. And it's just a it's a wonderful evening um, with but, Dino. But one of the important things you have to discuss is the uh, guest bartender that we have. That's very true. As I said, <laughs> um, Vance is a volunteer-based. Uh, everything's volunteers here except for myself. So we have a full bar. And it's a really beautiful bar. Um, but as I said, the volunteer bartender, well, he's one of my very favorite people in the whole world, of course. It's my husband, Michael. <laughs> and uh, he just does a great job for us. And he actually manages the uh, entire bar and takes that completely off me. He's retired, and so it's wonderful that he comes in here and does his hours. Both of us have been, um, well, particularly myself, a professional volunteer all my life. And when we married, he became one, too. <laughs> Well, we always ask about military connections, so why don't you share your military connection with uh, our listeners? I'm a, um, my family, I'm fourth generation in country uh, generation. So I have my brothers, my cousins, my aunts, my uncle. I mean, we go generations and generations um, military. And my brother, um, when he went in July 9th of 71, I became um, a family support system for the military and he was in the navy and uh he was a great sailor loved his time there and i've supported ever since then when you think about association members can you think of any stories about uh the association members and how they got involved and if if you've got a organization out there a nonprofit organization that needs support if and you want to become part of the Vance Association how do you do it well it's a really interesting thing people think that we just take anyone who comes to Vance <laughs> and it's really not the case um, we've had organizations that were part of Vance that we had to ask to leave because they just weren't doing their part for the military we really take what we do seriously and, and giving is what it's all about it doesn't have to be financial it doesn't have to be in hours it just has to be and so we need to know that they're helping the community whether it's the military community or just the community as a whole in some cases mm -hmm. needing help family members we have what we refer to as friends of Vance I can give you a great example there's a um, company called Team Souther, and they do, um, they're brokers for mortgage, and they do loans, and they do all kinds of wonderful things, but the hours that they give Vance is unprecedented. Uh, the owners of that company have retired from being a homeowner. They bought themselves a huge, huge, um, I guess you call it recreation vehicle of a form, mm -hmm. and they live there with their two kids and their, and their dog. It's this ginormous thing. They travel the country and teaching their kids um, homeschooling through education of touch and feel, seriously. Grand Canyon, learning about it, going to the caves, learning about it. These people fly in from wherever they are in the country or drive in to support our food and diaper distribution or any kind of fundraising that we do. It's an amazing thing. I, I can't think of a food drive when they weren't there. That's right. They, they're there the whole time. And those are the kind of people I'm saying that um, we look to become friends of ants, or if you're a military organization, you need a home, you need a post, of course, that's what we're here for. That's the whole, 
the whole point of what Chuck Atkinson was thinking when he created this building. Well, you know, you just mentioned the building. We probably should let people know what's here and what's available so that they can get a sense if you've never walked And where is it? That's right. (laughs) Where is it's a good spot, too. That's right. Well, we're in the backyard of Camp Pendleton. We're at 1617 Mission Avenue, right in Oceanside. And our site features a 13,500-square-foot building, um, as I said, which previously housed the Oceanside Police Department. The construction began in 2013, and we transferred form this shell into what you see right here is a magnificent building, which is um, an event space and meeting space. So we have three full meeting rooms, um, different sizes, uh, Papa Bear, Baby Bear, and Mama Bear, as they say. <laughs> so there's three different sizes that we have in here, as well as a very large banquet room, which will uh, plate 240 dinners, and um, great stage in there. Wonderful AV system in every single room, so it's great if someone wants to plug a computer in, do a PowerPoint, or do a um, Zoom meeting, a little mixture hybrid. Mm -hmm. We've been doing that a lot, too. We have really, really nice facility for the fact that our banquet room has the roll-up windows that they can go ahead and be served from our executive chef's uh, staff right out of our commercial kitchen because we are a one-stop event space. Mm -hmm. So we will do it all from the food to the drink to the um, party itself. And we can tell you some really good places if you need flowers or DJs or that kind of stuff. We can steer you that direction as well. Nice. Has there been anything that has happened over the course of the last year that you want to or that you experienced here at Vance that you'd like to share with the podcast listeners? Well, I just want you to visualize that the world shut down, but Vance was marked an essential business. And very, very quickly, the VA as a whole, Veteran Administration, shut down from seeing people. Well, for a good while, they shut down completely. Well, first, Camp Pendleton shut down, then San Diego County shut down, then Riverside shut down, then Orange County shut down. We were the only facility, the only facility in those three counties that we had veteran service representatives working still. So we got hit like we have never been hit before. Primarily from active duty was one of the new for us because they always went to Camp Pendleton and did their business there. So we started getting a lot of the active duty and try to prioritize them because they were in the needs of the VA, obviously. But then we got the veterans. They were coming from three counties to see us. So it was an amazing thing um, to be able to help to the point where we had to bring on another veteran service officer, which, thank the Lord, we found um, that would be given us time to do that. Both of our um, VSRs are retired from the mm-hmm. VA from workings there. Um, Aldolfo actually worked on Camp Pendleton, and Scott Wolf worked for the VA. I'm sure he's forgotten more about the... VA than I ever knew. <laughs> when you, um, COVID's obviously one of those topics that, that people don't like to remember, but so many good things happened. When you think about the holidays and how we support the holidays, probably the most interesting thing that happened last year was Vance actually was the only Memorial Day event on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, that was it. We were it. How do we represent ourselves in the community when it comes to 4th of July and um, the military holidays in particular? Right. Well, that's that's obviously a big deal here um, at Vance. 
Oceanside has an Independence Day, um, and they do a parade, and that's one of my very favorite events we do for the community. And all of each one of our member organizations will have what they refer to as a float, but it's really just a truck that's decorated up, right? <laughs> but we parade down Oceanside very proudly um, down the uh, into the parade route. Each organization having their groups on the floats wave in and shine, and we hand out things. And it's just a great way for people to know that Vance is here with Team Rubicon, with, as I said, uh, all the different organizations that we have, uh, the right, San Diego Writers Group, the Veterans Writers Group, the I mean, just all of our different organizations to be able to be there and shine and let them know we're here. But then on Veterans Day or Memorial Day, we actually have ceremonies right here on property where we have guest speakers come in and tell the tales and tell the stories. It's a wonderful, fun event. And at the end of each event um, that's here on the building, we have a complimentary lunch and everyone likes to hang around and talk to the general or talk to the colonels or, you know, that type thing. It's it's just a really fun and, and another way to honor them. I mean, it's just a great, great time. Are our military spouses back employed or are they still on furlough? That's a great question you're asking right now. They are back. They've all been received their second paychecks, so they're yeah. back going good. However, um, the governor made a, a little talk, and the worries are that they are going to start shutting things down in California again. So we're hoping that's not going to come not, to fruition. Not before the uh, election. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what's going to happen there. So, But we're hoping that it's going to keep on uh staying open, keeping the kids in school, doing what we need to do, um, and keeping our military good. going. But yeah, so so far, so good. Outstanding. Any other things that we haven't talked about that is part of Vance? We certainly have a number of outside programs. So if you wanted to get your hunter safety certification, you could do that here. We've talked about some of the classes. What other things can you do here at Vance, if you're a member of the community or a military member? Volunteer. (laughs) That's the first thing I'm going to say. Now that we are um, truly back, um, we can really use the help of some people coming to the front desk for a couple hours um, a week and just giving of their time and greeting the people when they come in, answering the phones, that type thing. Um, Again, only paid employee, so the more the the merrier for the volunteers. Um, If someone wants to give money, how do they do that? Well, they can walk up to Lori and say, hey, Lori, that's the first way. Is there a place on the the website where you can... uh, Yes, of course, advance.me, there's a donate um, area where you can say or support Vance. And there's all kinds of ways in that you can do it. You can do it, put it towards training. You can put it towards the building fund or just in general to help keep the lights on. Well, you, you brought up the website, probably kind of important for people that are out there that haven't had a chance and maybe hear this podcast to be able to understand what they're going to find uh, at the Vance website. You want to share some of the things that uh, if I was showing up to the Vance website, Vance.me, mm-hmm. for the first time, what kind of things would I see? Well, the very first thing you're going to see is, are you active duty military, are you a veteran, or are you a community member? Mm -hmm. Because there's different paths you'll take depending on which you are onto that. But then if you just start delving into it, if you're interested in training classes, you can look at the training courses. If you're interested in finding out some support resources that are out there, we have resource pages for you, Uh, as well as... It's a fully functional website that's very interactive with you and you being able to ask questions or just always info advance.me. 
that you can ask any type of question and we'll get right back to you. And having the calendar on there, calendar on there is great too because if you're part of an, uh, if you're an association member, being able to schedule time to come in for your meetings, et cetera, is something you can do. Look at the calendar page, see if you got a day available and, and schedule like we did yesterday, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so we try to make it as cohesive as we can for people to be able to maneuver it and just be very easily found. Sounds good to me. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> John, Lori, thanks so much for spending time and let's hope that our podcast community gets a chance to hear about all the interesting things that are going on at Vance. John, hopefully everybody understands now why we love Laurie so much and our spouses are both good with it, which is good news. So thank you for coming in today. Any last moments that you want to share with our audience before we go? I just hope if you're in the local area, the Oceanside area, anywhere in the area, you'll stop in and see what Vance really is because I think you're going to be surprised. And if you're a patriot, this is the place you ought to be, supporting the, our military and supporting the people that support the military. Thank you both. Thank you.